This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, good morning, everyone. Uh, we're continuing in Dafa Shavuot Sugius Bion. Today's subject is the Gemara in Samachim and Beis. The Gemara says, Amar Rabbi Ilah Mishum Rabbi Lazar Rabbi Shimon Mutter Loy La Adam Lashanos Bedvar Hashalim. Person is allowed to deviate when it comes to peace. Shenemar. Like the Pasuk says, Avichat Siva Yosef Anasana. That the brother sent word to Yosef that dad, before he died, he, uh, he asked that you should forgive us. Yaakov never said such a thing. But for the sake of peace, you can make up a story. Rav Nasan Oimer Mitzvah. Rav Nasan says, The mitzvah to lie for peace. Shmuel said to Hashem, how can I point David? Shaul will kill me. So God said, tell him you're going to bring karbanos. And in the house, in the academy of Rabbi Shmuel, they taught, peace is great, even HaKadosh Baruch Hu deviated. Because the Me'ikarak Siv Adoni Zakein. First, we find that Sarah laughed, that her husband was too old, and then when God confronted Abraham, he said, why did Sarah laugh? And say she's too old. So even God deviated for the sake of peace. So the Gemara comes out, you're allowed to lie for Shalom. So I want to share with you the following question. The Gemara Ksuba says on Tezayin Amid Beis to Yedzayin Amid Aleph, Ketzad Meraktim Lefnei Akala. How do you dance before the Kala? Rashi says, What do you say before the Kala? Beis Hillel says, Kala Kamoshahi. You basically you say it as it is. What an ugly kala. What a... Well, may, I guess you try to find something good to say. She was beautiful when she was born. Uh, and before she learned to speak, she was wonderful. But you can't exaggerate. You have to say it as, as it is. That's the opinion of Beishamai. And, excuse me, that's the opinion of Beishamai. Beishol says, you say kala nova chasuda. A beautiful... Righteous kala, even if it's not true. Here's the problem. The mafarshim on that halacha explain that the only reason you're allowed to do it is because it's not outright shakar, but we can interpret your words as if uh, what is called milsa de masamra latreyapi, something that can have two meanings. So, for example, the prisha and the beishmuel and Evan Ezra and the samache, they say you could explain that what he means is noabemaseha. Shitaka, she's ugly. She's objectively hideous. But she has good actions. That's what you mean, Noah v'chasuda. Or the, the Tazu, the Marsha says, it means she's taka ugly, but for some reason, this, this Meshugana chasan, he thinks she's beautiful. So Noah v'chasuda means Be'inei chasan. So it's not an outright lie. The bottom line is, all the Mepharshim explain that the reason for the heter is because it's not an outright lie. So in the Sefer Biurim V'iyunim, of Rav Binyamin Luban, who's Rosh Shiva of um, Yeshiva Tars Chaim in Florida, he has the following question. So the steer to our Because our Gemara says, Mutter la Adam That's Mashma, you're allowed to lie for peace straight out. So why do all the Achorinim explain that the only reason you, you could, you're allowed to say Kale Noa is because it could be interpreted to mean Noa Maaseha, Noa Chasan, which implies you can't lie straight out, 
But our Gemara Nivama seems to imply that he could lie straight out. And the Sefer Biurim Viyunim uh, gives the following answer. Saying Kala Noa is not really Laman HaShalom. If they're getting married, presumably they're getting along. So what, you're not doing anything to avoid Machloikas over here. You're just trying to be Marbe, Ava, Viachva, Shalom, Vereos. That you're not allowed to do with an overt lie. Masha'in Kain and Argamara, all the situations were to avoid Machloikas, to avoid strife. So to avoid strife, you could lie straight out. That's how the Biurim, the Unim, wants to answer the Stira again. The Stira is, Argamar Nivama seems to say you could lie for peace, straight out. And the Achroinim and the Gemara Ksuba says, Zayin Mavez, Zayin Mavez, seem to imply you can only say Kala Nova because it could in- be interpreted to have another meaning. However, I'd like to suggest that according to the Aruch Laner here in the Gemara Nivamas, there's no stira to begin with. Because the Aruch Laner asks, number one, what heter is there to lie? The Torah says, Midvar Shekhar Terchak. What do you mean, Laman HaShalom, you could lie? Laman HaShalom, could you not put on tefillin? Laman HaShalom, could you wear shatnas? Laman HaShalom, could you eat treif? No. So why are you allowed to lie? Laman HaShalom. Question number one. Question number two. Why does the Gemara say Motor L'Shanois? It should say Motor L'Shaker. These are the two questions of the Archaner. And the Gemara, and the Archaner answers that the Shvatim really didn't lie. Why? First of all, they didn't do it themselves. They sent the Shliach. So maybe you could say, you know, it's like Amir Akum. They didn't lie, they sent somebody else to lie. Number two, says Al-Khanar, if you look carefully in the words of the Shvatim, they're extra words. Because in Bereshah's Paragnon, Pasuk Tazayin Tiyadzayin, the Pasuk says, Avicha Tziva Lefnei Moisai, Leymar, Kaisomru Liyosef. Once they said Leymar, why do they say Kaisomru Liyosef? So this is what they meant. The intention of the Shvatim, says Al-Khlaner, was to say, Lishna de Mishtama Api, a language that could be understood in two ways. Their intention was, Avichad Siva Lefnei Moisai Leymar. Dad commanded before his death, saying. Saying what? Ah, whatever, we'll let you know a different time what he said. And then, they said, Kaisayim Ruli Yosef, so should be said to Yosef. But that wasn't coming from their father. So if you put the comma in the right place, they didn't lie overtly. So therefore, the Shvatim never lied straight out. So according to the Archlanar, there's no stira between Yavamas and Ksubis. You're right, in Ksubis, you're only allowed to say Kala Nova because it could be interpreted Noe B'maseha, Noe B'nei Likewise, in Yavamas, you're not allowed to be Meshaker, you're allowed to be Meshane. You can't say an outright lie, you could say something that could have two meanings. So there's no stira in the first place. Now, how will the Archaner understand how Hashem told Shmuel, tell Shaul you're bringing Karbanos? That seems to be an outright lie. L'chayra, the Archaner will say like the Marsha. The Marsha asks that, wait a second, what, Shaul's, what Shmuel said wasn't a lie because he did bring Karbanos. And the Marsha says, yeah, but that was like a side thing. That wasn't the main thing. The main thing he was doing was appointing David HaMelech. So therefore, in fact, and by the way, the Toysus Yishanim here on the page says the same idea, that in fact, Shaul, Shmuel, excuse me, uh, did bring Karbanais. Sh- um, Sh- Shmuel did bring Karbanais. So that's the case. So both 
in the example by the Shvatim and by Sha'ol, the halacha, we do not see more than you're allowed to say something that could have two interpretations. What will the Aruch say regarding HaKadosh Baruch Hu? It seems like HaKadosh Baruch Hu said Sheker, because Sarah laughed and she said, My husband is too old. And God said, Why did Sarah say that she's too old? So again, there are uh, two Pshatim brought in the Dastakenami Baliatoisis Alatoira. That really, Sarah did say she's too old. She said, Edna. And she also said, So God said, Why did Sarah laugh and say she's too old? She did say that. She happened also to say he's too old, and God left that part out. But the Arachlaner will not be going like the other Pshat that God lied, so to speak. In other words, the other way to learn would be, Sarah said, After I'm worn out, taka, I'm smooth again. But, um, But my master is, um, my master, in other words, the other way to read it was, Sarah never said she's too old. She says, you're right, after I was worn out, I became smooth again. So I could have a child, but my master is too old. So basically, according to the Archlaner, he would learn the Gemara Nivamas that all these three scenarios are not outright lies. They're white lies. They're only saying a half a truth. Binyamin Gold, how are you? Shalom Aleichem. Welcome, welcome. Very happy to see you. I want to ask you something when the shir is over. Okay? Okay. Okay. So, uh, next Gemara. The Gemara says, The Gemara says, The Shloisha Milsa Avida Rabban Lashanis Bediburayu. Rabbis are allowed to lie about the following three things. Bimasechta, Bipuria, Bushpiza. Somebody says, Do you know this Masechta? You're allowed to say no, Midar Chanava. Bipuria, somebody asks, um, According to Tysus, Did you sleep in this bed? You're allowed to say no because maybe they'll find Kerry in the bed. But somebody said, how did the host treat you? You're allowed to say, not great. Why? Because uh, we're afraid. We're afraid uh, that maybe if you say the host was really gracious and generous, he'll have a lot of people staying in his house. The bottom line is, we see in that Gemara, this is another instance where you're allowed to lie. You're allowed to lie for humility. You're allowed to lie for tznios. Somebody asked, did you have Tashma Shamita? You're allowed to lie and say, no, that's how Rashi learns. And you're allowed to lie to protect a potential host. Now, the Rav uh, Binyamin Luban is Medayik, that if the Gemara says that you're allowed to lie Laman HaShalom, in our Gemara that implies you're only allowed to lie for peace. Furthermore, if the Gemara says, Gadol HaShalom, that implies peace is great, that you're allowed to lie for the sake of peace, which implies you cannot lie for any other cause. So if that's true, if you're only allowed to lie for Shalom, why are you allowed to lie for these three cases in Bab Metziah? So one answer would be, Toysus in Bab Metziah says, that why does the Gemara say that you're allowed to lie for three things? What about Darkei Shalom? So Toysus says, all of these three things are Darkei Shalom. Now it's not so clear what the Shalom is in the Tznios or in the humility. By the way, the Rift disagrees. The Rift says that the reason why the Gemara Metziah did not say 
Mibnei Shalom is because by Shalom it's a mitzvah to lie. And by these three cases it's only Rishus. But here's the, here's the question. Question is, this, even if you want to say that the Heter and the Gemara Ba'amitzia is Lamana Shalom, but wait a second. The way we learned in the Aral Chaner, you're not allowed to lie overtly, Laman Shalom. You can only say a half a truth. And yet in this Gemara Ba'amitzia, it seems, you're allowed to lie straight out. Someone says, do you know Yavamas? You're allowed to say no, even if you happen to know it. What do you mean? I thought you're only allowed to say half a truth. Somebody said, did you sleep in this bed? Yeah, you say no. Well, I meant I didn't really sleep because I woke up five times. I mean, the Gemara says you're allowed to lie. And according to the Archlaner, now according to the Biurim Viyunim, who said you're allowed to lie straight out to avoid fighting, it's just you can only say a half a truth to, be, to add Ava Viachva, then... It's still not so good because it would not seem that in these three cases where you're lying about a Masechta, it's to avoid fighting. But even according to the way we learned, again, we learned the Sugi and Yavamis based on the Arch the Marsha, that you're not a lie overtly for the sake of peace, only a half a lie. Why in Bab Metziah you're allowed to lie straight out? You hear the question? Everyone hear the question? I don't know. I appreciate everybody putting their name up. Maybe you may, I don't know if any... Yeah? You understand my question? Are you there? No. Yeah. <laughs> Again, there's a stereo between Yuvamas and Bab Metziah. And Yuvamas, the way we learned the sugya, you can only lie if it's a half a lie. And yet, in Ksubis, it seems a lot of, in, in Bab Metziah, you're allowed to lie straight out. Someone says, do you know the Masechta? You could say no. So how do we reconcile Yavamis, where you can only say a quasi-lie, and Bab Metziah, where you can lie straight out? I want to tell you an amazing answer. There's another Arach Laner here on the Sugya and Yavamis. The Archlaner says, L'chaira, the Gemara forgot about another source that you're allowed to lie for the sake of peace. And that is, Avraham came to Sarah. Sarah, why'd you laugh? What did Sarah say? I didn't. Sarah said, I didn't laugh. So what do we see from there? The Aruch says, we see from there, you're allowed to lie for peace. Here, Avraham said straight out, why'd you laugh? And uh, Sarah said back, I didn't. So we see that you are allowed to lie for the sake of peace. That's the question of Aruch Comes the Aruch and the Aruch answers, that's not a raya. Because... Our Gemara is trying to say you're allowed to lie and take the initiative and say a lie even when not being confronted. But from Sarah, all you see is that when being confronted and you need to wiggle out of the situation, you could lie for the sake of peace. But from the Shvatim, we learn you're allowed to initiate a lie for the sake of peace. So we cannot learn out from Sarah that you are allowed to lie for the sake of peace, because we need a makar, you're allowed to initiate a lie, not wiggle out 
in a, uh, a situation that already was uh, existent. You hear that answer, the Archaner? In other words, sorrow is not a makar because sorrow is merely wiggling out of a tough situation. So of course you're allowed to lie in that case. Well, according to this Archaner, Lechaira, we have an answer to the stira between Yivamis and, and Bamatsiya. Why in Yivamis you're only allowed to say half a lie? And in Baba Metziah, you're allowed to say a whole lie. Because Archlaner just said, we cannot learn out from Sarah that you're allowed to lie for the sake of peace, because Sarah was wiggling out of a situation. Now when Sarah wiggled out of that situation, L'chayra, she was lying straight out. And we see then, that if you're in a tough spot, and someone puts you on the spot, you could lie straight out. So maybe that's why in Baba Metziah, if somebody says... Did you learn the Masechta? Now you're on the spot. You're allowed to say no. Somebody says, did you sleep in the bed? You're on the spot. You're under the gun. You're allowed to say no. Somebody says, is this hose good? You're allowed to say no. Because when you're being misnatzel, you're allowed to wiggle out of the situation. Furthermore, when you're being misnatzel, you're allowed to say an overt lie, an obvious lie, a clear lie. So in Bab Metziah, when you're being put on the spot, you could lie straight out. Nobody would ever say, you could go around saying, I don't know this Masechta, or this host is not gracious, or I didn't sleep on the bed, only when somebody asks you, and you're being misnatzel. Then you could say a complete lie. That's how, L'chayra, we would answer the stira between Bab Metziah and Yavamas. In Bab Metziah, you're being misnatzel. In Yavamas, you're taking the initiative. Now, just to explain, what would the difference be between being under pressure or taking the initiative? Why would, why would it be more lenient to be able to lie when you're under the gun? I believe as follows. The, the Isra of Sheker is different than other Isurim. It doesn't say not to do it. It says stay away from it. So therefore, you definitely can't take the initiative because you're not only you're not staying away from it, you're running after it. But if it came, if Sheker came running after you, where someone put you on the spot, and now you're between a rock and a hard place, then maybe it's more lenient. I think also that when um, when you're when you're put on the spot, it's harder to think of something which might be like a white lie. So if you're have to, if you're coming up with something on your own, easier to come up with something which is maybe a little bit of the truth, not completely the truth, but if somebody just asks you straight up, you don't have enough time to think about a way that it can actually still be true. Mm. So that, okay, I hear, I hear what you're saying, but then let's say somebody asks you in a text, so you have a few minutes to think about it, so then it would be different? Right, that then it would come out, it depends on the situation. In other words, we're giving a blanket, a blanket uh, difference between initiation and being misnatzel. Okay, let me tell you another interesting thing. Uh, there's a Sefer, Titein M.S. Liyakov, who brings two psakim of Rav Shama Zaman Orbach. Rav Shama Zaman Orbach paskind, now let's say you're walking down the street, and... A guy pulls up 
and he says, you need a ride, and you're going to the right. And he says, I need a ride, but are you going in my direction? Now you're not, but you want to do a chesed. But you know he's not going to let you take um, He's not going to let you take him unless you say you're going in that direction. Are you allowed to lie and say, yeah, I'm going in that direction? Or, let's say somebody says, did you hear what the Meshachachma says on this Pasuk? And you know it. But you want to make the guy feel good and say, no, I don't know. You're allowed to lie. So the Sefer Biurim Viyunim asks, according to him, that you're only allowed to lie overtly to avoid machloikis, but not to be moisif ava v'yachva, why are you allowed to lie? But we could ask the same question on ourselves, because the way we've set up the sugya, we have three Gemaras. We have Yuvamis, we have Ksubis, we have Amasiya. From Yuvamis we said, you can only say a white lie. And the reason is, because that's all the Torah allows you to do. And to chasan and Kala, you can only say a white lie. Kala no v'chasuda, be'enei chasan be'ma'asa. I, why in Bamatsiya could you lie straight out? The way we set it up is, you're under the gun. Somebody asked you. So why is the psak, like Rav Shem, why is Rav Shem and Paskin, that you're allowed to say a straight up lie? So it seems like Rav Shem would set up the three Gemaras as follows. The Gemara Nivamas, we said, has two ways to learn. You can learn like the Dasakanim, that Sarah, in fact, said she's also too old, and God left out. And she said, I'm too old, and Avram's too old, and God just left out that she said, Avram's too old. Or you could learn Hashem lied straight out. Sarah never said she's too old. She said, I was too old, but now I'm young again. So for me, it's not a problem. The problem is with Him. So according to that, you're allowed to lie straight out for the sake of peace. And then according to that, in Bab Metziah, it's very good. You're allowed to lie straight out for the sake of peace. So why in Ksubis are you not allowed to lie for the sake of peace straight out? Why do the Achreinim say, Kale Noevachasuda is only permitted because it's, you could interpret it as Noevimaseha and Noevimaseha. So I want to say the following Chidosh. I think this is uh, MS. More correctly, it's MS. You ready for this? Toysus and Ksubis has the following question. Beis Hillel says, you're allowed to lie and praise the, the Kala. Why does Beis Shammai say you're not allowed to lie and praise the Kala? Would Beis Shammai say you're not allowed to lie Laman Would Beis Shammai argue on the Gemara Nivamis? Would Beishamai argue on the Gemara Bab Metziah that there are three things that a rabbi is chacham and lie about? I mean, we know there's a principle in Shas, Mutter Lashanis Lamana Shalom. Why does Beishamai say, you're not allowed to say, Kale Nova Chasuda? You have to say, Kale Mechueres Unavala. Right? At, at the Chasna of Beishamai, they would say, Kale Mechueres, Kale Mechueres. How do you say ugly in Hebrew? Right? According to Beishamai, that would have been some Simchas Chasan Vekala. My goodness. But according to Beishamai, you know how to say Kala Nevechasuda. Why not? Aren't you allowed alive for the sake of peace? Listen to Toysus. Toysus says, Avada, you're allowed alive for the sake of peace. And if somebody asks you, Do you know a Masechta? You're allowed to say no. 
and to avoid fight, you could lie. But now the Shaila is, the Chachamim are looking to be Mesakein, an official Nusach, to say at every Chasana. A part of like, it's like a Matbeah, Shatavu Bay Chachamim. The rabbis would never formulate a Nusach that's Sheker. That's the Shita Beishamai. Beishamai agrees to Yavamas, Mutil Shalom. Beishamai agrees to Bamatziah, three things the Chachamim could lie about. But Beishamai would say the Rabbanan would never be Masakin, a Lashain that is a Sheker. So I would say as follows. Beis Hillel also agrees to that. But to an extent. Really, in general, maybe Beis Hillel holds you allowed to lie straight out for the sake of peace. But the Chachamim would never enact by every chasna to say a straight out lie, and therefore they only enact it to say like a white lie that, that could be interpreted Noab Maseha or Noab Chasan. Or I thought of the, uh, another one possibility, and that is the opposite of the Arachlaner. The Arachlaner says that when a person is being confronted, there's more of a heter to say something which is Shekhar. So we could say on the flip side, the more one is initiating in a situation where there's no necessity to say anything, that is much more severe. Namely, in Bav Metziah, again, you're just wiggling out of the pressure under. In Yavamis, there's a difficult situation you're in. The brothers are worried about Yosef's animosity. Shmuel is worried about Shaul killing him. So under those circumstances, you could lie straight out. But when you go to a chasana, if the kala is ugly, no, you don't have to say anything. Who asks you to say anything? Did anybody solicit your opinion as to how the kala looks? So say, it's, a, it's I don't know, you're, you know, Baruch Hashem, you're so lucky to get married, such a wonderful mishpacha, what a wonderful kala. Nobody asks you to comment on how the kala looks. So that's the opposite of wiggling out of a, a tough situation. Don't comment. Nobody asks you. Oh, you're going out of your way to initiate a, a, a comment? You better make sure, according to Beishama, you can't say anything with your Shekhar. And according to Beishel, you cannot say over Shekhar. Okay, my Rabbi, so these are some of the Svaras here in the Sugya, in Yuvamis, based on two pieces in the Archaner, and how to reconcile it with the Gemara in Ksubis and the Gemara in Bavmatsiya. Okay, wishing everyone an amazing day. And Bezos Hashem, tomorrow night, we begin the new Perak, Perak Amon Alekoin Gadol. And... You're welcome to uh, please join us tomorrow night, 9.15. Wishing everyone bracha v'atzlacha. Have a great day. Shkayach. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.